When you've had a long week and want to mix it up with something new and interesting to eat, try Blue Apron's two or four serving menu plans with those hard to find ingredients sure to spice up your weekend. With 60 plus options each week, you can choose from an ever changing mix of high quality meat, fish, vegetarian, WW recommended, and wellness offerings. Order now and get $110 off across your first five orders when you visit blueapron.com slash unique. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CAPITAL and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app or go to Bet. MGM.com and enter code CAPITAL and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The Clyde Beatty Show. The world's greatest wild animal trainer, Clyde Beatty, with an exciting adventure from his brilliant career. The circus means thrills, excitement, snarling jungle beasts. The circus means fun for young folks and old. But under the big top, you see only a part of the story. The real drama comes behind the scenes where 500 people live as one family, where Clyde Beatty constantly risks death in the most dangerous act on earth. This master of the big cats has journeyed to Africa and India, hunting down his beasts in their native jungle. All of this is part of the Clyde Beatty story. It is entitled Elephant Stampede. This was Africa. No sun reached the river through the roof of trees. The stream lived in a perpetual dusk. The air was moist, humid, and a mist rose from the river as though this mighty land of mystery would hide her face from strangers. Insects and flies swarmed about our heads as the natives guided our crafts down the treacherous stream. My English friend, Dr. Ramsey Albright, sitting beside me in the lead canoe, waved to Harriet in the second craft. Rough trip, Clyde. But your wife's holding up like an old campaigner. She looks so tiny, buried in all those boxes and bundles, maybe we should have brought her up in this canoe. We're the pioneers, old man. We scout the way to see that our precious belongings may safely follow. If anything happened to Harriet, I... Oh, don't worry. Old Wongo's son, Boku, is a skilled boatman. I hope so. This river is no calm mill pond. That's why I put Boku in charge of the second canoe. Don't forget that equipment is precious, too. If we lost that, we'd surely have to abandon this elephant hunt. Lucky for us, you were in Nairobi and free to come along, Ramsey. <laughs> Lucky for me, you mean. I couldn't afford making a safari. Then you pop up with one ready-made and I get a free vacation. And we get a free medical. <laughs> Who knows Africa? Glad to have a doctor along. Well, very satisfactory arrangement all around, I should say. Water! Come fast water! Rocks! Mingisana! Uh, Wonga served as a rapids ahead with many rocks. What do we do now? May have to portage round it. What do, Wongo? Carry boat, maybe? Too long, carry. We ride canoe. Can do. He says we can run the rapids. Well, here's where we pioneer. We go first, Wongo. 
Boku and Missy follow. Yes, Bona. Boku know we always go first. Harriet, there's a rapids ahead. We're going to run it. Your canoe will follow. Here's where we shoot the shoots. Wongo's telling them to keep to the right. There's a whirlpool that'll suck us under at the foot of the rapids. Look out there, sharp rockle sinkers. Look at that whirlpool. I'd hate to land in that. Oh, man, oh, man, what a ride that was. Wongo knows his stuff. Boku, Missy, come. Look out, Boku. More to the right. To the right. Watch that sharp rock. Boku. Boku to Watch the right. Watch the whirlpool. Boku to the right. Watch it, Boku. You're going over. You are listening to the Clyde Beatty Show. And now back to Elephant Stampede, an exciting adventure from the life of Mr. Circus himself, Clyde Beatty. Clyde and Harriet Beatty, with their English friend, Dr. Ramsey Albright, are traveling by canoe down a rushing African stream. Clyde and Ramsey safely ride through a swirling rapids, but Harriet's canoe is overturned and she is plummeted into a raging whirlpool. I'm coming, Harriet! Wait, I gotta get Harriet. Wait, you'll only be swept under with her. Wongo! Yes, Buena! Cold boat close to whirlpool. Quick! Use poles! Kill boys! What are you doing? Getting a rope. I'm going in, right Wait, here. get this rope around you. I'll tie it. Hurry, she's going under. Well, that'll, that'll hold. I'm coming, Harriet. Bongo, use poles. Keep both close as you can. Yes, Wada. Swim to your left side, to your left. Let the stream carry you to her. What a baity like fish in water. You'll have to be to fight that undertow. Wada, look, look, crack Missy. Yeah, he's got her. Quick, Wongo, help me. Pull, pull on rope. I pull. Pull, Wongo, pull. That's it. I'm about done. I've got her. Hang on to the boat while we pull her in. Now they've tried. Give me a hand. Up you come. (sighs) Harriet, are you all right? I I think so. But my hair must be a mess. If she can worry about what she looks like, she's all right. Clyde, Ramsey... What about Boku and the others? Boku and boys, all same like water snakes. See? Already safe on shore. Pull into shore, Wongo. We'll build a fire, and while these people are getting dried out, we'll try to salvage some of that equipment. Well, Mrs. Beatty, feeling better? I'm all right. We're okay, Ramsey. What about our stuff? Well, the boys salvaged some canned goods and the camp equipment. The blanket and canvas will have to be dried out. What about the canoe? Oh, it's not damaged, seriously. You hope the stuff we sent by truck arrived in... What's the name of that town? Butiava. Oh, it's not a town, really. Just a village. We crossed Lake Albert there to Kasenyi in the Belgian Congo. Oh, what? More water? Well, maybe we should have gone with the stuff by truck. Huh? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have missed that swim for anything. It was so refreshing. But all this water. I thought Africa was a land of desert. Well, you'll find desert enough and jungle, too, in the Congo. Oh, are we ready to start again? No, we'll camp here tonight. Booty Arbor's less than a day away. 
No need to hurry. <laughs> no, I guess the elephants will wait. <laughs> They've been waiting for centuries. And there'll be elephants in the Congo for centuries to come. Time seems to mean so little in all this vastness. Africa's so big. It's almost frightening. And there's very real danger in Africa. Make no mistake about that. That's why I wired Jim Bradford to meet us in Butiaba. Well, Bradford knows the elephant country, does he? No one knows it better. He's the best white hunter in the Congo. And that's important. On an expedition like this, your success or failure, sometimes your very life depends on the ability of your guide. I must say, it's not much to look at. Well, compared to some of the native villages we'll be seeing soon, Butiaba is a metropolis. <laughs> Looks like the whole population turned out to see us land. Yeah, no sign of Jim Bradford, though. Wongo! Yes, Buana! Set up camp over there, close to those trees. Yes, Buana! I'll go to you, by. Come along, Clyde. Let's take a walk down to the compound, see if our equipment arrived. Harriet, maybe you'd better wait here. We won't be long. Fine. I'll supervise setting up camp. I don't trust Wongo's house. Yeah, be sure to see that Wongo boils the drinking water. Don't worry. In this place, I wouldn't use water for anything unless it was boiled. I can't understand where Bradford is. Maybe he's waiting with our stuff. Surely he'd have come down to the landing. Well, anyhow, I hope our equipment got here. After losing so much in the river, we need it badly. Well, we'll soon know. That tin roof building up there is the warehouse. Looks like it's closed up. Well, we have to keep everything locked up tight around here. The natives will cart off anything that's loose. Uh, watch your step on this platform. Board floors don't last long in this climate. You may crash right through. There doesn't seem to be anybody around. The warehouse man is probably asleep inside. Well, if he can sleep through that, he's a bit... Voila. Do you speak English? Gracie, me, I speak him very much good. We are looking for the agent. Me, I am agent. We should have some equipment here. Came by truck, shipped to Clyde Beatty. Beatty, yes, Buana. Mingisana, very much equipment's come for Buana Beatty. Good. You come in, you see. Oh, might as well check it over, Clyde. Then right. we'll send Wongo and the boys to pick it up. Please, you come in. You know Buana Bradford? Bad Ford. Not know. Big hunter. Catch him, elephant. Big. Not know. He was to meet us here in Butiaba. No stranger come. Long time. Anybody leave a message here for us? No message for Beatty. Truck bring letter from Toronto. But not for Beatty. Letter for Ramsey Albright. Uh, Albright, you mean. Yeah, that's my name. Have you got the letter? I get. I get. You wait. I get. Well, Ramsey, looks like our stuff is all here. Good. Here. Here, later. Hmm. Tough luck. From Bradford? Yeah. He can't take the job. Already engaged with a party of big game hunters in Uganda. What do we do now? Oh, nothing we can do but cross to Kaseni and hope to pick up a hunter there.
out of these fellas' hurry. We'll be tied up here all night. Always a lot of bother with the customs people here in Cassini. What do they think we are, smugglers? Well, if Bradford had met us in Piava, he'd cleared us through in no time. He's in with the right people. Oh, there. You having some trouble? Oh, just the usual fuss and bother with the customs. Well, maybe I can help you. Carlton's my name, Sid Carlton. Oh, I'm Albright. This is Clyde Beatty. Beatty? Yeah, I've heard of you. Circus man, aren't you? Yeah, we hope to capture some elephants in the Congo. I take hunting parties out myself. Know these custom Johnnies and be glad to help you out. You're a guide? I'll call it that if you like. I'm a professional hunter. Well, do you know Jim Bradford? Oh, Jim, sure. Good man. Getting on, though. Well, he's the best in this part of Africa. Well, I'm not bad myself. I do say so. <laughs> Ask anybody in Cassini. Is Bradford your man? Well, we wanted him, but he's busy. And you need a man. I'm free for three or four weeks. You know the elephant country? I've been there. It's a nasty trip from Cassini. Have to go through the pygmy country. They're bad medicine. Would you take us there? Sure. I'll take you anywhere in Africa. What do you say, Ramsey? All right, I guess. Then you got yourself a man. Just leave this customs business to me. I'll take care of everything. You'll never be sorry you hired Sid Carlton. Oh, hey, John. Hope we won't. Won't what? Be sorry we hired him. Maybe I'm prejudiced, but I don't like the looks of Sid Carlton. <laughs> Tired, Harriet? It was a long trek today. No, I'm fine. What do you think of the native village, Mrs. Beatty? Oh, I'm glad we camped this far away, Mr. Carlton. That chief gives me the creeps. Old Marber? Ah, he's all right. He's a friend of mine. Only two things he hates. Pygmies and lions. Has lion pits dug all around the village. Lion pits? Yeah, traps covered with brush. Watch out you don't tumble into one. Well... I guess I'll turn in. We'll be in Pygmyland tomorrow. The Ituri Forest? Yeah. Ought to hit the river at the border about noon. Hello. What's up? Oh, it sounds like Maba's boys have caught something in a lion pit. Come on. I hear you. Watch your step. Remember those pits are all around us. They're hauling something out of that pit. Well, that's no cat. It's a child. No, Mrs. Beatty, it's not a child. Marba's boys have caught themselves a pygmy. What's Marba saying? He says the pygmies are their enemies. This one must be killed. Oh, no. They can't do that. They can't kill the poor little man. Clyde, stop them. You better keep out of it, Mrs. Beatty. These natives hate pygmies. I'll not keep out of it. I'm going to stop them. Come on, Ramsey. We'd better go with her. She's taking an awful risk, Mr. Beatty. You got a gun, Carlton? Oh, sure. Give it to me. I can use it if Give it to me. This is my responsibility. Okay. Marva? Where is Marva? Me, Marva, Missy. Uh, what are you going to do with that man? Bad man. We kill. You mustn't do that. Be careful, Mrs. Beatty. Be careful what you say. You tell Marva what he do? Nobody tell Marva. Marva, chief. Marva, uh, Missy mean no but harm. But don't you understand? It's wrong to kill another man. Man kill Marva's people. 
Mabok Hill. Are you sure this man killed your people? No matter. Man's people kill Maba's people. We kill him. Oh, Clyde, what can we do? That jewelry you're wearing, maybe you can buy them off. Oh, oh yes. Look, Maba. Necklace. You like? Yes, I like. If I give you the necklace, will you let man go? No, man must die. No use, Mrs. Beatty. We better get back to camp. No, wait, wait. Maba, Maba, look. Ring for ear. You trade man for necklace and ring? No. Uh, two rings. Maba, two rings and the necklace. Two rings? Two rings and necklace. You'll trade? Look at the Maba. You'll trade? Maba trade. Give necklace and rings. You take man. <laughs> From now on, we'll have to keep our eyes open. When we reach the other bank of that river, we'll be in pygmy land. So that's the Ituri Forest. Hmm. Gloomy-looking place. Looks as though no man had ever stepped inside its borders. Well, mm, a few white men have and lived to tell the story. Oh, come now, Ramsey. It's true, Clyde. It looks impenetrable, but it's honeycombed with trails. That's right. Those little men scuttle around in there like rats in a burrow. They may be small, but the pygmies are deadly. One of the fiercest races on the earth. I wish you'd stayed in Nairobi, Harriet, as I suggested. Where you go, I go, Clyde. Remember? But, Harriet, if anything should happen now, to you... Now, don't I... start that again. If I can handle myself in the arena with the cats, I can take care of myself in pygmy land. One scratch from a poisoned arrow or spear is fatal, Mrs. Beatty. We must stay close together, all of us, when we enter that forest. I wonder if we'll see the little man we rescued from Mabba. Did you suppose he's in the forest? If you see him, he'll probably turn loose a poison dart at you. I don't believe it. He was so graceful. Even tried to tell me his name. Uh, Salu or something. Buona. Buona. Better we go back. What's the matter, Wongo? Look. On river bank ahead. See spear stuck in ground. Spear with ball of red feathers on top. Oh, I see it. What does it mean? You expected gratitude from a pygmy, Mrs. Beatty. That spear is a warning. A warning of death. We'll bring you the exciting second act of the Clyde Beatty Show in just a moment. But first, a word from our sponsors. And now, Act Two of Elephant Stampede, an exciting adventure from the life of Mr. Circus himself, Clyde Beatty. Clyde and Harriet Beatty and their party, on an elephant hunt in Africa, reach the border of Pygmy Land only to find a grim warning, a warning of death to all who enter. Beyond the river, to the right and left of the narrow trail, the jungle crowded in. Behind us, it closed upon our passage as though we'd never existed. And there ahead, in the silent tangle of trees and creepers, every tree trunk, every tortured bush might mask a hidden enemy. We were in pygmy land. We'd passed the border. And always in our minds was the pygmy's warning, a warning of death. Clyde, 
Every step I take, I feel that something out there in the bush is keeping step with me. Nothing could get through that tangle, Harriet. A pygmy could, or a hundred pygmies. It's like a nightmare. Everywhere I look, I, I feel unseen eyes looking back at me. Nonsense, Harriet. You're letting this thing get you. If only they'd do something. Beat their drums like other savages. Anything. I think I'd scream with relief. I'll be glad to see the last of the Ituri forest myself. Oh, how much farther must we go to get out of this horrible place? Well, not far, according to Carlton. There's a rolling plain less than an hour away. We camp there tonight, and tomorrow we go for our elephants. How do you know there'll be elephants there? There are always elephants on that plain, but usually the hunters come in from the other way. It's easy traveling across the grasslands. If we capture any bulls, we'll take them out that way. Hold up. Boku, get chopping knives. Here, Wongo. Take guns. What's the trouble up there? Trail is locked. Big tangle of thorn bush. Boys will have to chop the way through. Blocked? I don't understand that. This is no game trail. It's been kept open by man. Yes, by the pygmies. Otherwise, the going would have been tougher. The jungle quickly reclaims its own. Well, that's just the point. I think that roadblock was made by the pygmies. It may be a trap. We'd better keep close together. And keep your guns handy. Now, come on. Let's move up. Clyde. What is it, Harriet? I have the most awful feeling. I feel like all those unseen watchers were moving in on us. Come on. There's trouble up ahead. Buona. Buona. Boku. Big snake. God, Boku. It's a python. I can't. I might hit Boku. The chopping knives. Maybe we can cut it loose. Sorry, brother. Big snake mash Boku like bug. Give me that knife, Wongo. Here, here, take. Rest you, boys. Flash those coils. Now, be careful. Don't hit Boku. Ramsey, chop it in. I can't get a clear swing. Hurry, man. Boku's about done for. Yeah, that did it. Cut his head almost off. That did it. Come on, you boys. Pull these coils loose. Easy now. Easy now. Boku's pretty badly smashed up. Pull him free. Easy now. I'll take a look at him. Rest you boys drag this snake out of the way. Ramsey, Boku, is he... He's still alive. One arm seems broken, and I can feel some smashed ribs. We better get him out of here. We're only about a half hour from the plane. Well, we'll have to make a hammock, carry him. That'll take longer. And we better get going. We don't want to spend another night in this forest. How's Boku tonight, Ramsey? Resting easily. Asleep now. I've set his arm and taped his ribs. Will he be able to travel when we pull out of here? Well, depends on when we leave. Located your elephants yet? Yes. Wango recruited some more boys with some tame bulls to handle the wild ones when we catch them. The scouts are working a herd slowly toward the cliff over there. When will you be ready for the drive? Tomorrow morning. Wango has the stockade finished now. It's at the west end of that cliff. Oh, why there? To save time. Only have to build one wing. Drive the bulls between the flaring wing and the cliff, and they'll have to go into the stockade. I guess I'll have to miss the drive. Can't leave Boko alone in camp tomorrow. Where are you and Harriet going to watch from? Oh, that bunch of scraggly trees against the cliff there. Carlton says that'll be a swell spot to watch the fun. Mm, better take along an elephant gun. Wouldn't be fun if the bulls turned on you. 
<laughs> you know, Carlton says the pygmies hunt elephants with darts and spears. Yeah, Carlton would say that. Ask him if the pygmies tickle them to death. When I face a ton or two of Tusker, I want a good heavy gun. Look at that, Harriet. Old Wango's boys sure know their business. They got that whole herd of bulls on the run. Oh, they're big ones, aren't they? Yeah, we'll get some fine specimens. They're headed straight for the stockade. I hope the elephants don't see us here. If they charged us, we'd be trapped. We could never climb that cliff and backle us to get away. Don't worry. They'll never spot us here in the bushes. Carlton picked a good spot for us to watch the drive. Drive? That Tusker, he's seen us. He's charging us! Get behind me, Harriet. I'm going to have to shoot I missed him. Oh, he's still coming. Shoot again, Clyde. Shoot, shoot, quickly. I can't, Harriet. The gun's jammed. Clyde, the whole herd's turned. They're all charging. We'll be trampled to death. Harriet, Harriet, look. It's the pygmies. They're dropping down off the cliff. Hello. He's come to save us. They've turned the herd. They're driving them toward the stockade. Another minute. We'd have been crushed into the earth. Yes, Harriet. Thanks to your bargaining for the life of that little brown man, he was alive to save us. Oh, and these are the pygmies that Sid Carlson said would never show gratitude. Before we return with a preview of our next thrilling Clyde Beatty show, here is a message. Here is a preview of the next Clyde Beatty adventure, Cage Boy. A telegram for you, Clyde. Oh, just a copy of what they read me over the phone, I guess. Maybe, maybe you misunderstood it. Maybe... No, it says the same thing. Kegler fired Jimmy because he suspected him. Wait a minute. Look at this. What? The top line. Mr. Clyde Beatty, care of Clyde Beatty's Circus Lake. No, no, I mean, look where this was filed, Cleveland. You mean this was sent from right here in the city? Exactly, and the Thorndike shows are in Memphis. Then what on earth? Somebody's framed Jimmy. But I don't... We can talk about it later, Harriet, but right now i got to find that kid. You know whether or not he's left the lot yet? Oh, yes, I saw him leave. Zeno was outside, and he stopped to talk to him. Zeno? Harriet, did they leave together? I'm not sure, but I think they did. Uh, Clyde, where are you going? To find them, Harriet. I hope I'm not too late. Yes, there's real drama in the story of Cage Boy. Maybe I have a soft spot because I remember my first job so well as Cage Boy with the Haynes Great London Circus. I was 15 at the time, and that job was the next thing to heaven. Our next adventure tells what happened to one cage boy when he became the victim of a vicious rival. This story was based upon incidents from the career of the world-famous Clyde Beatty and the Clyde Beatty Circus. The Clyde Beatty Show is produced by Shirley Thomas. Elephant Stampede was written by Don Thompson. names used were fictional, and any resemblance to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. This is a Commodore production.
Aprovecha los precios más bajos de la temporada de JCPenney. Como toallas de baño Home Expressions Quick Dry a solo $4.88. Y encuentra aún más ahorros en botas para damas y jeans para él y ella de marcas como St. John's Bay, Mutual Weave, Arizona y más. Comenzando en $21.88 cada uno. Compra con estilo. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas hasta el 23 de octubre en selección de estilos. Los precios más bajos de la temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 23 de octubre. Se excluyen del cupón. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. 